Broadcasting live from the Out of the Boat Ministry headquarters, you're listening to Cast the Net. Now here's your hosts, Matt Hynas and Sean Fraunfelder. Welcome to Cast the Net podcast, brought to you from Out of the Boat Ministries. Uh, my name is Sean Fraunfelder. And I'm joined with Matt Hynas. Glad to be here again. And Adam Shine on the soundboard. That's me. I'm just happy that we didn't get just a wave out of Matt. I'm trying to be better. You are. <laughs> he so, just had a talking to. So this, uh, <laughs> these next couple podcasts are going to be set up a little bit differently than what we've done before. We've always wanted to keep these podcasts a little bit shorter, so that way they're not kind of too, um, you know, drawn out. But we we had a, a, a small idea of doing some interviews during a food drive and the conversations just went so good and so much longer than what we expected but we didn't want to kind of cut them off and again we don't want to have an extended podcast for this one so i just want to kind of set the groundwork for what these next three podcasts are so it's basically one podcast in three parts as you look at it on your like the trinity right as you look at it on your uh, podcast feed, it's going to come up as episode 11, 12, and 13. But in all reality, it's all going to happen pretty much at the same time. Uh, so anyways, bear with us. We're going to try to cut this together as best as we can. These are uh, just amazing interviews, and then we're going to kind of wrap everything up in uh, episode 13 for everything that we talked about. So thank you, guys. We appreciate your support, and listen up. Dear Heavenly Father, um, Lord, we ask you be um, be with our nation uh, during the the time of this virus outbreak. Lord, we know that you're in control of everything. Lord, we um, we just pray that people kind of take a step back and and submit this to you. Uh, Lord, we know that um, our leadership in this country is trying to um, just kind of slow down the spread, but. Lord, we know there's a lot of people out there who are going to get anxiety over this, who are going to um, have fear over this, um, are afraid of what the economy is going to do. Lord, we just pray that uh, you reinforce to them that you are still in control. Um, you are still sitting on the throne. Um, you are allowing uh, all of this to happen, and it's all for a reason. Lord, I pray um, for any of the people who are infected. Lord, I pray that um, they're just able to make a full recovery. Uh, Lord, we know that it's going to be coming close to us. We know that it's going to end up uh, in our county, maybe in our neighborhoods. Lord, I pray for um, the people who are most vulnerable, uh, the elderly. And Lord, I pray for protection over them. Uh, I pray for uh, just the hospitals, the staffs that are going to be working there. You know they're going to be working extra hours. Lord, I pray that you just give them the strength, uh, the knowledge uh, to be able to, to treat these patients properly. Um, Lord, again, we're just so grateful for all that you do for us. Lord, we love you, and we want to pray this in the holy and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Well, welcome to Castanet Podcast number 11, brought to you by Out of the Boat Ministries. I am Sean Fraunfoder, joined once again by with uh, Matt Hines. I'm waving. And Adam Shine. Matt's waving again. <laughs> Adam Shine's on the soundboard. He doesn't have a mic. We've taken a mic from him on this one because we have yeah. a couple guests with us. Um, so Adam did at least give a smile. You can grab one of our mics whenever you want to jump right in. Just spray it down with Lysol. Before yes. You. Yeah, this is the best my mic cover smelled since we started. So do you want to introduce our guest? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, so we have two guests with us today, Ed Richards and... Uh, his son, Blake Richards. I've had the pleasure of knowing Ed since, Ed, what do you think, 1988 maybe? It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Let's just leave it We at won't that. talk about ages here. Um, we're non-discriminatory podcasts, so we won't talk about age. But um, I've known Ed and his family uh, probably since around 1988. Uh, Ed and I have been great friends, uh, Ed's whole family, uh, very close friends of my family's. And so I've known Blake since he was just a baby. Probably since he was born. Yeah. Yeah. So um, 
when I started to know Ed, uh, he was working for a company called Aid Association for Lutherans. And uh, he was traveling all over, and I heard a lot about it, but at the time I wasn't a Lutheran, so uh, that wasn't anything that could help um, myself um, as I was getting ready to start my career and get into college. Um, any of you that hang around us here at Out of the Boat, you've heard us talk about uh, Thrivent. Uh, Thrivent has been a wonderful supporter of Out of the Boat Ministries, as well as numerous other things here in Hocking County and surrounding counties, states uh, around. So we, uh, we're doing a food drive here today um, for the local, um, like a local food bank where the food goes to kids, to students. And so we decided, you know what, what a great day to have a podcast and uh, Thrivent, once again, is very supportive of us here today uh, for this food drive. And so we wanted to kind of give some time to our friends from Thrivent just to tell everyone a little bit about who Thrivent is, what they do, and uh, if they want to know a little more about Thrivent, uh, who they can contact. So with that, um, whichever one of you gentlemen want to kind of have the first call, take right over. We'll ask you, we'll ask you questions here and there. Great, Matt, and thank you for having us here. It's, uh, it's a great opportunity to be down here to help you to participate in something that's going to be a great endeavor for the community. just wanted to mention, you mentioned AAL, which uh, where I started 30-plus years ago, um, and that company was actually changed to Thrivent by the merger of AAL and Lutheran Brotherhood. Uh, that's how we come up with the name of Thrivent since, uh, I believe it was 2003. Later on, uh, in about 2015, that's when our membership voted to open up this great opportunity, not just to the Lutheran market, but to all Christians everywhere. Uh, and that's where we've expanded into such great community activities such as Out of the Boat. So it is great to be here. Um, appreciate the opportunity to be a partner with you on all your events. And I'll let Blake, if he wants to add anything. Yeah, if I just add something, thanks again, Matt, for having us here today and being able to partner with you, continue yeah. that partnership. Um, kind of where that money comes from, from Thriving, is we're, uh, we're set up as a very unique organization. Um, most churches and charities, people are familiar, are 501c3 charitable organizations, and they don't pay tax to the government. Well, Thrivent, we, uh, we're a full financial services organization. Uh, we're on the Fortune 500 list, uh, but we're very unique uh, as a 501c8 fraternal organization. So as a 501c8 fraternal, we don't pay tax either. So that's where most of these funds come from, quite honestly. You know, our day job is insurance and investments, um, but where a lot of other companies are giving money to the government, we have to funnel our share of the tax back into the community. We do that through educational programs, um, you know, some programs that are directly, uh, our, we, we allow our membership to uh, choose where some of those dollars go directly, but we also have a, a very large fraternal budget to continue to pour into out of the boat, local churches, um, and quite, quite honestly, Anywhere that our membership is passionate about, you know, and Matt, you, you, as you're familiar with, uh, quite a few of the guys here out of the boat we work with in the past and hopefully yeah. in the future. And as that continues to grow, um, you know, that's just more and more focus and support we want to continue to, to support out of the boat with. Yeah. Um, and for a lot of you who come to move the hills, you know, we're giving away backpacks, full school supplies. We're giving away brand new shoes. We're giving away food. Uh, Thrivent has come alongside of us and has assisted us um, in, you know, putting money into out of the boat in support of the ministries uh, that we're doing. You, you guys just uh, helped uh, Habitat for Humanity build a house here in, in Logan, correct? Yeah. So Thrivent is the largest non-governmental sponsor of Habitat for Humanity in America. Oh, wow. In the last 10 years, Thrivent's given Habitat over 200 million bucks. Wow. That's a lot of cheddar. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but a lot it of was, houses. It was incredibly exciting to do it right here in Logan. You know, right here on 2nd Street. Say I was next to, next to your shop, Sean. Yeah. 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 I got to watch the whole kind of uh, project from beginning to end, kind of watch the different groups that would come in, different... different um, uh, people from out of town, people from in town come together and work and, and take this basically empty lot to the house that's there now. And I believe they're living there now, right? Was yep. it just turned over to maybe last week? This past Sunday, there was a home dedication. And okay. a young mother or two awesome. they moved in. And, and uh, they have, 
we gave them the keys. Awesome. What, um, so I will tell you, there's many of us here at Out of the Boat Ministries. I believe there's at least six of us that are thriving members. Um, I'm going to say there's probably more than that by now. Yeah. And uh, uh, my, my meeting's on what, uh, the 30th? The 30th. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. My, awesome. Assuming you keep it, you know, with this whole virus thing. Well, yeah, we may have to cancel it. it but... He's got to keep it. I'll, I'll wash my hands. <laughs> we yeah. can do it by phone and, or teleconference. There you go. Yeah, that's the business model mindset. I like it. But I will say that uh, this just isn't um, some patronage to Ed and Blake and Thrivent. This is something that uh, we truly support because we we believe in Thrivent. Um, We believe in their mission, vision, and values uh, because we believe that they come alongside of ours as out of the boat, which is just loving on people, giving back to those around us, um, trying to model Jesus uh, the best that we can to all those that we're around. Matt, if I could say one thing, sure. um, our tagline that we've used for the last several years since we've merged is we want our members to be wise with money, but we also want them to live a generous life. Mm. And that's where we want to try to help them in some of the different programs that we have to show generosity to where they're passionate about, whether it's their church, whether it's their community, uh, whatever their passion is. And we want to help them through the programs that we have because we truly want people to live a generous life and to be generous, and we're willing to help you if we can. I've seen those T-shirts um, by some of us that, that say live generously, but, you know, one of the guys that we've really been wanting to get on for a podcast is one of the members of Out of the Boat. His name is Matt Miller, and we're really hoping we can get him on here today. But he had a T-shirt like that, but instead of saying live, he took, like, electrical tape on live and blocked it out, and it said eat generously. And I was like, that's the greatest shirt I've ever seen, eat generously. And uh, as a matter of fact, that photo is on my phone. So whatever Matt Miller calls my phone, it's the picture of him <laughs> with the Eat Generously Thrivent shirt on. I'm sure that went viral. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's great. And, and, and I love that. And that is definitely something um, of really what Jesus wanted. He wanted us to take care of our neighbors, which is absolutely what we're trying to do here at Out of the Boat, which is definitely what you all are doing here um, in this neighborhood, but this thriving just isn't in Ohio and just isn't in Logan. Like you are across the country. We're all in all 50 States, including Canada and Puerto Rico. Um, we have approximately about 2000, 2200 agents across the country. Um, we've been around since 1902. Uh, so we're not a stranger to the financial services market by any means. And th- this is a family this is a family, like real family here for the Richards family, right, Ed? Uh, yes, it is. And I'm proud to say that uh, although I've worked 30 years for the company, um, at some point in time next year, I will probably be retiring. No, I will be retiring. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, my son, Blake, uh, has been with the company over three years, and I am very proud of him and what he's done so far. And I know he's extremely capable of taking over where I left off. He's probably more capable than where I left off, actually. And my daughter, she also works, uh, Janie, if you know Janie, um, she works out of Columbus as a community engagement leader. Um, She works on the fraternal side, talking to churches and groups and organizations uh, and doing a lot of promotion on the fraternal side. So it truly is a family event for us. And uh, hopefully we'll continue that way. So when you take over, do you get the Corvette too? No. We'll let him keep the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. So I just want to kind of set the stage for everybody as to what's going on today. Uh, part of the reason why you may hear a little bit more of an echo is because we're in a kind of a different area than what we normally record. But um, so with the coronavirus that's going on right now, um, we've got a lot of things that are being shut down. Uh, one of the things that have been shut down has been the schools for at least the next three weeks. Um, can only hope. So our concern was, um, what about, the, you know, there are quite a few kids that are out there that get their meals through the school. Um, it's just kind of how, uh, I know it's our community, but I know it's a lot of, a lot of other communities. So this, this past week at group, we had a um, lady come in that was from, was it Safety... Project Safe. Project Safe, that's it. Thanks, dude. 
she came in and talked to us because she runs this um, food pantry that operates out of the middle school and one of the elementary schools. And she came to us and talked to us about um, needing needing more help because the amount of food that she was yeah. giving out, uh, she just her budget wasn't helping. Well, from my understanding, this is where. Matt, you and Blake, you you may have to fill in some of this. My understanding is, uh, Blake, you had, had come to one of the guys here now on the boat and challenged us to try to find something that would affect the community for $2,500. I was right on that, right? That's correct. Okay. Well, then this came up, and we thought, what better thing to do than um, you know, support this lady with her food drive? Well, then the next day, I think it was the next day, they closed the schools down. Yeah. So now the need became even more. Uh, so the the $2,500 that was kind of, I don't want to say challenge, but it was brought to us as, hey, can you guys find a need for this? Um, once again, God's perfect timing, because there's going to be quite a few families, quite a few kids in the, in the community uh, that are going to need... Um, food that they would normally get at the school, but now they're not going to get. So currently we're at the uh, out of the boat building, uh, taking in, uh, having a food drive, uh, people to drop off. Um, so we're going to grab some different people during the day and, and have a little yep. bit of an interview. So this podcast may sound a little bit chopped up here and there, uh, but um, our our great supporters and Thrivent. Uh, so two of the guys just happened to be in here today. So we wanted to grab them, give them an opportunity to to talk about what Thrivent is, but also to let people know, like these are guys that live, that, I mean, they live in my neighborhood. They're, they're part of this community. They're not just a company that just needs to get rid of some money so they don't have to give it to the government. Um, they're, they're, they're involved in our community. Um, but for those of you out there, because for so many years, I'd never heard of Thriving. I mean, it's just for me, it was just the last couple years uh, throughout of the boat. So if anybody listens to this that's outside this area and they don't know how to get a hold of their local Thriving agent, just contact us through our website, through email or through Facebook. Uh, we'll get a hold of, of Ed or Blake and find out if they can, can get you your local, you know, in your area. Uh, so if any of you... Uh, but anyways, that's what's going on today, and that, that's why we're here. But again, that's just a show of what uh, Thrivent does uh, with with their money and their generosity. Um, you know, to 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 put money towards um, you know a need that is going to be a great need, especially over here, over these next few weeks for these kids in, in the community. So I just kind of wanted to set the stage yeah. for the people. No, and and you know, just to kind of do a little deeper into what she was dealing with at the schools. She basically noted to us she had a budget of about $700 a month. Now, that was $700 a month with the kids getting breakfast and lunch every day, five days a week. So that $700 was taking care of them maybe during the week for dinner and then sending food home with them for the weekends. And so, and that was what sixty-one families she's yeah, dealing with right 60 now. Sixty-some families. Uh, she noted these are families who have maybe the kids are being raised by their grandparents, great grandparents. She mentioned um, these are kids whose mom or dad are working one or two to three jobs, and these are really people that she wanted to help. But she understood the ripple effect of not being in school for up to three to four weeks, and now we're hearing maybe more. And so we thought, what better way uh, to put that $2,500 that Thrivent had brought um, than to put it back into the kids in our community and then, like Sean, like you mentioned, to open it up to the community, the challenge uh, of the community dropping off goods. We have one, two, three, four. We have five, what, six-foot tables that um, are pretty much covered. We have one table that's got a little bit left of Wonderful food, donations, canned goods, cereals, peanut butter, all kind of different soups where people have dropped off. And if that's been you, if you've sent money, if you've sent goods in here today, we just, uh, we want to thank you. We want to, we can't, we're humbled. We're humbled uh, what the community's done. But real quick before we end, if anyone wanted to get a hold of you, Blake or Ed, to know more about Thrivent, uh, how would you like them to contact you? Um, it's really as simple as going on to thrivent.com. Okay. And you can simply put in your zip code and find your local representative. Um, so thrivent.com, 
you can put in your city or your zip code, and that'll bring us right up on the website. So just real quick, uh, so I personally have life insurance through Thrivent. Um, what else do you offer? We offer, in addition to life insurance, disability insurance, long-term care insurance, investments, IRAs, mutual funds, brokerage services, uh, just about anything anything that a financial service company would do, with the exception of health insurance. We do not do health insurance. Okay. Uh, we got out of that business a long time ago before it got really, really crazy. Um, but like I said, you know, life insurance, uh, investments, annuities, uh, retirement accounts, uh, disability insurance, long-term care. Um, those are the core products that, that, of the company. And if I could say one more thing is, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about generosity. And, and as we sit here in these days watching TV with no sports and nothing else, I would challenge everyone that's listening to this just to look at themselves and say, what can I do? Oh, yeah. How can I help? Um, there's a lot of people that's going to have a lot of needs over the next few weeks in the community. And and maybe it's not a monetary donation, maybe it's not a food donation, but maybe it's just a matter of checking on your neighbor, yeah. running to the store for them because this does affect the elderly quite a bit and they shouldn't be getting out very much. Uh, just look at yourself and say, what can I do and how can I help? And that's all we ask to do and that's what we're trying to do is thriving is what can we do and how can we help? I love that. I think that's a great, great perspective. Um, one last thing just uh, about thriving. Do you have an office that people would show up and meet with you at, or how does that work? Well, at this time, we're actually still, as, as we serve all southeastern Ohio, um, you know, we're sitting here in Logan today, but we work with folks in Lancaster, Athens, Logan. We get on to West Virginia. So at this, at this point in time, we're, we're a mobile office. We're a mobile shop. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll meet you at the library, coffee shop. Come to your home wherever you're most comfortable. Te- Texas Roadhouse, would you be well, we Texas Roadhouse? <laughs> okay, I think we could handle that probably. Yeah, yeah, like Texas Roadhouse. Sean, you you got anything else you want to talk to Ed and Blake about? This has been this has been great. I'm kind of excited to get some of the other guys on too to talk to today. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm interested, you know, because my wife has some investment things that are from uh, a previous job, and uh, so that's you know one of the main reasons why we're going to talk to. But it, it's just. Learning, learning what this company um, does and what they stand for um, over the past couple years uh, that's been you know, kind of really eye-opening to me because it's one of those things where, I, I mean, I've been a believer for many years. I mean, this is a good Christian organization, but never heard of it except for the past couple years. Yeah. Um, so just to try to get that, that, uh, that word out there, but, but also just from, from out of the boat, just to thank you guys for the uh, amazing support you guys have shown us. Um, you know, it's one of those, you know, we, we, there are certain people in the community that we know uh, we can we can trust to, to come beside us on on anything uh, and, and you guys are one of those and so uh, it's very humbling for us but we're very grateful for for that yeah, generosity absolutely. from you Certainly guys we're that. glad we can uh, and we're glad we're in a position the ability that we can come alongside you for any of the projects that you do have yeah all right so we'll be back with uh, uh, the, our next interview uh, we'll get a couple of the other guys that are coming in here the next victim the next Matt victim. Miller <laughs> the plate bender all right well welcome back we have our uh our next two guests these guys are uh, victims victims <laughs> uh these guys are uh, actually members of out of the boat um i'm sure if you guys have listened to most of them you've probably heard um their names at one point in time uh, but anyways they're down here with the food drive that we're having so we thought we'd pull them back here just get a couple um you know kind of thoughts from them uh, give them a chance to kind of introduce themselves. Um, you know, hopefully we'll get them back on to more of an individual thing. But this is just time to um, kind of grab them and, and get some thoughts. Uh, get some thoughts from them right now. So, yeah, I I, I think uh, some of you guys out there that maybe you listen, but maybe you've only been to one or two of out of the boat, or maybe you've never been to an out of the boat. You might hear some different characters come across the uh, the podcast and go. Oh man, I'd like to meet that dude in person. Yeah, yeah. I don't think those are any of these two of the next that you're going to hear, <laughs> but uh, maybe we'll pull one on later. Five no, chance, I'm not it's kidding. Me. But uh, you know, we do have a lot of nicknames here at Out of the Boat. Um, my favorite nickname, possibly one of the greatest pictures ever taken, mm-hmm. is of uh, our first guest. His name is Matt Miller, also known as the Plate Bender. That's me. Based on one of uh, the greatest pictures ever taken, it uh, that was our very first golf tournament for out of the boat fundraiser. 
And uh, Matt has got a plate of one of his favorite things in all the world, cheesy taters from uh, the Hocking Hills Urban Grill. And that plate, if it was made of titanium, it was still bending. <laughs> mm. But uh, we have really tried to get Matt on here for a while, and he's kind of given us a hard way to go. Um, and one of our other guests, boy, this one might try to... Mm. Oh, here come the tears. Man, I'll tell you. Uh, I didn't know Nick. Uh, Nick Yang. Uh, I didn't know Nick, but at the time, uh, his now uh, wife, uh, then girlfriend at the time, uh, was selling jewelry. And uh, she would have like these jewelry parties, and my wife was a big fan of that. And um, I don't know how it came up there one time, or I don't know, but you know, I said, hey, you know, tell Nick about Out of the Boat, Thursday night, 6.30, we'd love to have him. And I don't know how much longer it was after that, but here came Nick. Mm. And from, from that night on, he, he's been a part of our lives, been a part of Out of the and, Boat. And, and I remember that, too. I remember you telling me, hey, um, there, there may be a guy showing up there from... <laughs> And, and you, you, you gave me the, it's one of those kind of like my cousin's brother's sisters from college type Dogs of. Lives out there in Laurel, Tucky at the moment. Right, right, <laughs> right. The, the whole, you know, connection. Uh, man, he may be coming to group tonight. You know, keep an eye out for him. And um, I was like, okay. And uh, so he did finally show up. And then and, they uh, said, oh, look at that. That's got to yeah. be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's so good looking. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's shown up, and, and we, ha we haven't gotten rid of him yet. Yeah. No. He's, he's still here. He's been back ever since. Right. So. What Nick. an introduction, though, right? I mean, yeah. he slams me with the plate, and he starts crying when he talks about you. Like, uh, that's yeah. just that's just the difference Jeez. between the two of us. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's bad. <laughs> what love I get around here. I love you both. <laughs> I love you both equal. But we're so excited to have you both sitting here with us today. Um so with that being said, uh, I guess I have two questions. Give us your thoughts about what is going on here today. We've kind of already told everybody about why we're doing what we're doing, but you know, give us your thoughts about what you've seen here today, and then you know, maybe share what Out of the Boat uh, has, has done for you. Um, I think uh, I'll, I'll go back to Thursday night when um, it was Jody, was that her name, to come in? Um, that really hit me hard thinking about the kids and and families in the community that do not have the same resources that that we all have at our fingertips i mean to to think that i can go home and i can cook just about anything i want um and these kids and families that are that are wondering when their next meal is coming from hit me pretty hard thursday night um it's something you know, when this come up to come down here today, absolutely, um, I was going to be here. Um, I wish that I could do more than what I'm doing, and I will continue to do everything I can. And it's just, I think that it's a blessing. I, I you know, I think that we should do this multiple times. And I, I think anybody that's listening should uh, step back and, and look at what they're blessed with and um, come down and check things out. Come down on Thursday night, check things out. Stop down today if, if you know, something like that would be great. Um, just pay attention to what's being posted online for different events that's going on, and just come check it out and see what we're all about because it's, it's a real deal. Um, this ministry has changed my life. Um, so many blessings just throughout the whole time I've been here. I think we're rolling up on a little over two years that I've been part of this. So um, I'm just blessed to be here, blessed to be part of it. Uh, the food that's come in, just and just the cutting on each other is a, is a great time in general anyhow. So I don't know of a better place to spend a Sunday afternoon, but it's, it's uh, quite the blessing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say... Uh, uh, when when, uh, when we were getting set up to do the podcast, one thing I said to Old Shine Dog was, "Man, you can't say we've not had fun today." Like, oh no, I've had an absolute blast today, laughing. Um, but if I remember, I think wasn't it uh, when Grubby came and and spoke out of Antioch? That yep. was your first. 
That yeah, was the it, first. It was oh. actually it was actually a man up monthly meeting is what it was. Okay. Yep. And Ron Grubb was the special guest speaker yeah, at night. Grubby, Grubby, night Grubby brought the heater, man. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He he definitely he definitely hit me that night. Yeah, he did. I mean, it was it was good. And I didn't even you know I get home and I know Highness, you said the same thing. I I talked to Highness. I talked to Miller. Um, I had no clue who I was talking to, and Highness didn't either until we both got home and our wives told us. Oh yeah, you guys talked to each other and we're like, "Oh, it was that guy." Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, uh man, we're so glad to have you in the group. And uh it, it's so awesome because uh guys, um the Lord brings people into your lives and we've truly seen it in this group. He's brought people into our group at the right time for his kingdom. Um one of the things every guy's got a niche here. Like Shine Dog's over here running the mixer board. I have no idea. It looks like a bunch of hieroglyphs over there. I don't know what, he do, what to do. But Shine knows what's going on, and he does a great job. He makes Sean look as good as he's ever looked, I can tell you. Amen. Sean has got a face for radio. Amen. Amen. That's, but, a, that's uh, a great one thing system. Nick, Nick was really instrumental, uh, and so was Matt. And it's cool that they're both sitting here at the same time, and I believe that's ordained is uh, we did some flood relief for some flood victims uh, here in our hometown was that two years ago two yeah. summers ago and uh the lord put it on matt's heart to go down there and we went down there out of love as a group and uh, we developed long-term relationships with families but the one thing that the lord knew at the time we didn't is when nick started to come uh with us um kind of his background is uh, kitchen and bath and cabinetry and so we were able to uh, through the work of the Lord, we were able to go in and pretty much redo a whole house, put in a brand new kitchen, brand new bath, cabinets, all that kind of stuff. But it's always the Lord's timing. The Lord's mm -hmm. timing in Nick's life was the right timing in our lives. And uh, we were able to bless people uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit for sure. Mm -hmm. But uh, Miller, man, we just want to hand the mic over to you. We just want to hear what you got to say. We I got told, our finger on well, the. I told uh, you guys, I'm not good in front of big crowds, but. Well, right now, let's see. There's, there's five of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Like today, specific. Uh, you know, I think the uh, when when Jody came on Thursday night, I think a lot of it was educational for me because, you know, we come in for group, right? We fellowship. We have some pizza. We get together. We get in a word. So we think these kids are taken care of, right? And they're not school's out uh, they're off for at least three weeks minimum and i don't think any of us really realize the impact of them not being able to have some food during the week um some of the stories were heard from her um you know kids coming back into school the next day saying hey we ran out of food um it really hit me friday night as i sat down uh to dinner with my wife at the house and i look at my plate there were Brussels sprouts and broccoli on it, but it uh, wasn't the best-looking plate. Right. Um, but anyway, as I had a hot meal in front of me, I was reminded that a lot of those kids didn't have that. Yeah. So I said, hey, let's open a building up on Sunday. You know, we've talked about this, Ron. I think you brought it up or somebody brought it up a couple of years ago. It's Christ wants you. To, are you available? Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter how good of a, a Bible scripture reader you are interpreter or teacher or whatever is, is, is he wants your he wants your time he wants your you know are you available and that's all we're doing we're just making ourselves available so it's also been a great time to sit around with the brothers and and uh, have a good time and tease each other like we do and um it's been a great day it's been a fun day like like nick said i mean NHL's not on, NBA's not on, NCAA's not on. It's kind of a mind reset. We talked about that this morning, you know. We're kind of getting ourselves reset from, you know, a worldly perspective on man. What am I going to do today? I'm going to go hang out with some of my close brothers and just let the Lord work. And he has, you know, he's brought some people through the door. And, you know, we've got a stash of stuff over here for, for Project Safe. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm. Oh, we just had uh, Ed Richards and Blake Richards in here to sat with us um, to talk about Thrivent. 
And um, if any of you folks uh, were to reach out to Ed or Blake, um, do, do us a favor, if you wouldn't, just say, hey, I, I heard you on the Out of the Boat Castanet podcast, just to let them know that that's how you heard about them. We'd appreciate that. But what's Ed Richards and Blake Richards and Thrivent meant for you personally, or what, what are your feelings of what they've done for us at Out of the Boat? Sean and I have kind of shared earlier, but... Um, would you mind sharing that with us? Yeah, so I guess I'll go all the way back probably, I don't know, 30, 35 years plus. Um, I'm playing summer baseball, and Ed picks me up on a on a Little League All-Star team. Now, I don't know Ed. Fran, I think you played for him for Kiwanis. Yeah, I played for him at Kiwanis, but I was on that same traveling yeah, All-Star team. Yeah, you were on team. that team too. And, uh, you know, Ed assembled a team – of guys that didn't get picked up on the other all-star team. Misfits. Misfits, yeah. About like out of the boat guys. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I fit right in on that team. But, you know, the thing about Ed was, is, you know, Ed didn't have a kid our age. Ed's kids were, I think maybe, is Blake the oldest? So Blake is the oldest. They were all Blake young. was maybe, or what, actually, I think two? Jane is the oldest. So Ed had no interest in, you know, a, a son or a daughter on the team or whatever it might be. And, Ed was just always good to me. That's what I remember. I remember how good Ed was to me uh, growing up. So uh, when I found out that Ed was one of the reps for Thrivent and uh, and then Blake, um, those two guys mean the world to us. Um, they've taken chances on us that a lot of people won't. Um, not to mention <clears throat> they can help you with a great, great uh, life insurance policy. Yeah. Um, you know, you have an opportunity to, to access some of the, um, uh, what are the action teams where they give back to the community. Um, so they're just two great individuals. I don't want to leave Janie out of there either. She's great too. That's uh, Blake's sister, Ed's daughter. Um, they, they just mean a lot to us. They're just brothers in Christ. They're just dudes like us, you know. They're not, yeah, they rep a business, but they're just normal dudes like us. Now, that's what I love about them. Yeah. So. Yeah, they just want to serve the kingdom, and that's really what we heard. Um, and and believe it or not, uh, Blake and and Ed both brought up your "Eat Generously" shirt, and uh, I told them that that was one of my favorite shirts that you wear, the "Eat Generously," and that uh, that's that's on my phone whenever you call. And uh, yeah, they brought that up, believe it or not. And Sean and I were like, man, I can't believe they brought that up. Yeah, that shirt I think is getting getting like worldwide attention. So I think it's gone. I may viral. be like, I may be like one of those guys on TV that rep one of those fast food restaurants. So I may be going around for thriving now and doing eat generously, like, eat, eat generously, generously at or speak generously or whatever. But yeah, and you're. Are you a member too, Nick? I am not. Um, okay. My first experience with Thrivet um, was, what, about four or five months ago? We went to an Ohio State yeah. thing they put on. We got to go into the stadium. Uh, yeah. Miller tackled me on the field. Yeah. And it was uh, <laughs> one of his dreams. That You but, were hospitalized after that for like two weeks uh, at Ohio State he, University. Yeah. I, I actually fell because he couldn't get me down. Oh, he asked me yeah. to fall, so that's I went what a ahead brother and does fell. For a I know in the video you don't see that part, but uh -huh. that's how it went down. Yeah. That's what the lady said. That's the only, the second <laughs> time I've ever seen anybody do that. And I said, well, here we are, straight out of I Hawking could just County. imagine somebody on the sidelines going, stumbling, rumbling, bumbling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that event was was um, pretty neat. Um, it was you could definitely see their heart in it what they were sharing what they were trying to do and you know it wasn't it wasn't a big push on hey you know put your investments and in thrive it it wasn't that's not their that wasn't really their push did they talk about it yes because that's their business but sure. um it was i just felt it was more love and caring than anything yeah we um you know, we've shared earlier you know the 2500 that they're putting towards everything that we're doing here today and mm -hmm how that's going to be used throughout the summer, uh, you know, for these kids that we were, all this was brought in for today. So, you know, we definitely made sure we thanked them and, you know, gave them that opportunity. Um, so let me put you both on the spot here and Sean jump in with any questions. If maybe a couple, a couple bullet points for any guy who is out there listening to this or any wives who are listening to this, that, that are looking for something to pass along to their boyfriends or their husbands to 
you know, to get them involved in out of the boat ministries, what, what would you have to say to any of those folks? Well, I, I, I let me put my question in there and then it, it could, it'll finish off Perfect. with what you just said. So I'd like to hear the, the, the small testimony of what got you to group and what kept you mm, coming yeah. back. And then, you know, you can kind of go into, you it's know, perfect. why, why it's kept you connected, but what other guys, you know, could, could get from this or what, you know, their wives could share with them. So you, you kind of follow me with where yeah, I'm, I'm think, asking there. I, I, so I go back to, uh, I think it's been like six years ago for me. Is it going on six years? I think it's, uh, it's probably somewhere five, six, yeah, five there. or six years. Um, <laughs> I had just gotten a new smartphone. I had one of those old flip phones and I'm trying to figure it out at the house. And I got on Facebook and uh, I saw this post from, from Adam Swope. You know, I was going to church on Sunday um, and, uh, and I was literally just going on Sunday. Um, I was trying to read through the week. But I see this post from Adam Swope where uh, I just didn't put it all together. Like I didn't know who it was or whatever, but the, like Disciple was coming to town. And I heard, I'd heard about Disciple. Uh, I'd had one of their CDs. And I sent him a, a message and just basically said, hey, man, I'm proud of you guys. Uh, that's great. You're doing that. I'm not going to be able to make it down, but th that's pretty cool. And, um, you know, he reached out and invited me to the shop for a Bible study. And uh, I think it was a couple weeks later I came and uh, I left and I was just like, yeah, eh, it's not really for me. You know, I'm just, I'm going to stay in my house. I'll be all right. And I'll just sit in the basement and read. And uh, I just kept getting this tug from the Lord that you need to go back. So I, I think I came back again. And then I stopped for like a month. <clears throat> and then my wife said, aren't you going to go back to, to that Bible study on Thursday night? And I had been thinking about it, but I just, I just, it wasn't that I wasn't comfortable. I just, it was a change for me. Like it was a, it was a complete change in my thought process about the Lord and, and, and trying to walk with the Lord and, and getting sharpened with the, with the guys around me and, and learning new things like, ah, I'm good. I got it. I'll just sit at the house. So I came back and then, man, the Lord just started to work like, uh, I think you and I had a conversation, or I might have said to you one night, man, I got to find this relationship piece because I feel that I've got religion. I don't have relationship. Like, I didn't have an intimate relationship with Christ. And then I think it just all started unraveling from there. I mean, it was one thing right after the next. I mean, you know, Thursday nights got more powerful for me. Uh, the, the scripture... Um, became more easy to start understanding there were there wasn't just me reading it there were multiple guys around me that were breaking it down and it just became i don't know it was just dudes in an automotive shop hanging out reading the bible and for me that's all i needed like i didn't need you know i, I didn't need it to be churchy i just needed guys hanging out food right fellowship amen mm -hmm. and uh just breaking it down and and you know what do we say proverbs twenty seven seventeen. you know iron sharpens iron like one man to another and i think that's that's just kind of i just started seeing the lord work in my life uh, what about you nick oh man so much going through my head right now yeah. <laughs> well um, this is a five hour long program so i'm, I'm going to time <laughs> I'm going to take Look it back a little bit over there. Five hour, Just I haven't a, had dinner a, yet. <laughs> a little bit further for me, I guess. Um, so, man, I'll go back to, um, you know, I went through a divorce and through that, uh, instead of dealing with things the way maybe I should have been dealing with them, which not maybe absolutely the way I should have been dealing with them. Um, I picked up a bottle, started drinking a lot. Um, met my, my wife 
and you know we dated off and on for quite a while um but i was never i was i was never the man that i should have been um to her or my kids or myself i uh, wasn't walking with god was a believer um was going to a small church and um just was not walking down the right path so fast forward what five years um i really started to struggle bad um just never getting clarity on any answers in life of what i wanted to do where i was going to be um, about a year before i ended up at out of the boat um I, w- I just was going down a path of uncertainty couldn't make a commitment um was was really no good for anybody as far as a relationship level nobody could really rely on me um got hooked up here with out of the boat and i saw something that i knew that i couldn't go without anymore there was there it was real it was raw it was talking about things that that i was dealing with in life from from drinking um from um pornography from um lust just all different angles and i knew that that's what i needed so i said well this is what i'm going to do um with all that i i went through quite a bit of counseling started to understand my my cycle of how I could go through a cycle every two months and how it always turned out the same, always looked the same. Um, but through out of the boat within, I would say probably within months, I mean, I could, just, I could feel a change. I could see a change in my family. I could see their faith built more. Um, my wife now was my girlfriend then. Um, it just changed for everybody it changed my outlook it changed my my anger my anxiety um and i just knew that i couldn't live without it you know i've had people ask me well what what is what is it i'm like it's it's just real i mean i can't live without it so i don't i mean i don't know how else to explain it other than you just can't live without it and it's you know God really started working in my life. I could see the outcome. Um, finally made that commitment to my wife and asked her to marry me. I think that with that, that was even more pleasing to God. I was blessed even more by that. Um, of course, you guys were very supportive and, and knew you know, I needed, I think it, I think most of you knew where I was at and that I was struggling with that a little bit. And, um, the support here was, was great. Um, man, it's just, it's just been an amazing experience. It's amazing to see the growth, you know, the, the church I was going to, um, early on, the pastor told me one time, God's going to bring you a new wife, and he's going to bring you somebody that, that you'll love, that'll love you. Little did I know that whole time dating off and on, my wife, you know, when we were dating, I didn't think it was her. I know mm. without a shadow of a doubt, that is exactly who he brought to me. That's who was supposed to be there. Um, and, you know, she helped me through a lot as well. So... You know, this group, a bunch of guys, just regular guys, uh, we all have things that we've dealt with in the past, all have things we're still dealing with, and without the support that's here, there's, I don't believe I'd be where I'm at. I don't, because outside of here, people are out there walking, thinking they're doing it, and that they can do it alone. I hate to tell you, but I don't. I believe you're wrong. I believe that you need need other brothers to hold you up, to help you, and you need to be there for other people as well. I mean, you you will find a blessing in that helping other people. Uh, you know, we can call each other at any time, and and we're there for each other. So, 
that's really where it's at. I mean, as of right now, where it stands, I just, I just, I want to be there for other people. Um, it's not, it's not about me and just remembering that this is for the glory of the Lord. Um, and you know, I just, I love you guys. That's the other thing. You know, there's friendships here that, that you'll find that you're not going to find in other places. You know, I got friends that when I was running around in the bar, you know, they were my friends and I would call them my friends. When those guys see me now, they're like, man, where you been? Well, if you're still running the bar, then I've probably been better off than you. I can tell you that's where yeah. I've been. Um, you know, and, the, and then you invite those guys and they might think you're a little bit crazy when you start talking, but, you know, the invitation always needs to be there. We need to, we need to step out of our comfort zone and ask those guys to come. And one of those guys, you know, that, that I talked to a year or so ago and he gave his life to Christ and man, mm. the blessings that come with that are just out of this world. It, it's, it's so, it's so great to be part of that. So. And, I think, I, and when we talked about this a little bit at, at lunch today, and I think it's, it's what a lot of Christians um, glance over is the fellowship. I mean, fellowship is all through Scripture, but but even when you go to Acts, like like, and, and it breaks down what the early church was committed to. You know, the four main things they were committed to. One of those things is fellowship, because it's not always about what you're going to get from group, right? Because maybe there's something that you need to share for someone else. Yep. Like Christianity is not the um, the 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 faith system of you sit at home and you stay in your own bubble because God is supposed to be working through us. And I think that's a great thing of what um, goes on here at Out of the Boat is um, there's going to be times when I'm going to be struggling and I need you guys. Mm. Um, and, and, and there's going to be vice versa times. It, it's that... A lot of the guys who have been coming here for a while, they, they start to, to see the picture of Maybe I don't need to go there just for me. Maybe I need to go there because I, I I need to support my brothers that are going through something else. I need to be around these guys. I need to be, you know, that fellowship part. I mean, we, you know, we do life together. We 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 text with each other. We joke with each other. We, I mean, we do life together. Not not only do we do Thursday nights, but I mean, we do life together. Um, and I think that's what a lot of Christians miss especially men, especially men who don't get connected into churches, don't get connected into small groups, don't get connected into men's groups. You know, they're the ones who it it seems to miss the most, you know, because guys like to be isolated more. You know, I can do this on my own. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm right with you, Nick. Like that was the, that was the beginning of my Christian walk was I was on my own and, I very easily fell away. You know, what, what would make it hard for me now to fall away is, is all of you nut jobs <laughs> whoa, following, whoa, whoa, whoa. you know, following me and, and going worse. Yeah. And going, Hey, um, why aren't you at group? Why aren't you at church? What's going on? Why are you doing this? Why are you I'm like, it's that accountability when you're off on your own. Yeah. There is no accountability. Uh, there's not so i think what dirk matz he you know he mentioned this a few weeks ago on a thursday night you know he said you know these aren't my brothers and my friends this is my immediate family Mm -hmm. like you guys are my immediate family all these guys are my immediate family um you know kind of follow up on the question you asked earlier about you know if you're a guy out there and you're wondering man what goes on in there on a thursday night well let me tell you something it ain't real fancy um you know, we lay out some pizza, uh, we worship the Lord, have a time of worship. Shine Dog does a great job with that. Uh, Big Sean Galligan just leads us on Thursday night, man. He's a phenomenal guy. But there's nothing fancy that goes on in here. And then we sit down and we open the Bible up. Some guys open it up on their phone. Some guys share. Some guys don't. Um, but if you're if you're at that point in your life where, you know, you're driving around and Maybe you're listening to this podcast and, you know, maybe you're getting ready to separate from your wife right now or 
you know, maybe you, you, your wife's caught you in a, an adulterous relationship or you've been looking at something you haven't, you shouldn't be looking at or <clears throat> you've got alcohol issues or you've got a drug addiction or you've got anger problems. Well, guess what? We got one of many guys down here that have went through the same thing. So I think that's the big thing I'd tell guys is when you walk in that door, we're not here to judge you. We're just here to love you wherever you're at in your walk, wherever you're at in your life. Because let me tell you something, it, it can get real dark. We've mm-hmm. seen that. We've had guys walk in that have been suicidal uh, last year, you know. Hey, we got guys that have been that, on that edge too. Come over here. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think for, for guys that are listening or are wondering, just show up. Like, that's all you got to do is just show up. We're not looking for anything from you. Uh, but I can guarantee you that it'll change your life. I, I, I think, um, boy, the Lord just kind of laid this on my heart here a few minutes ago that there's somebody out there listening right now who says to themselves, they don't know my story. And you know what? We don't know your story. But I can assure you this. We want to know your story, but we also want you to be aware that everybody here at Out of the Boat, every man here has a story. <laughs> We all carry something and there's nothing that you're going to come in here and lay down to us and share with us that is your story that we're going to say, you know what? You probably shouldn't come back anymore. You know, (laughs) we want you to come here. We want you to come here. We want you to open up and we understand that guys aren't going to come in the first night and, you know, pour it all out there. But I personally think the biggest step is to come the first time. Once you come here the first time, you're going to realize, I mean, like these aren't Reverend Billy Graham's brothers. Like, you know, like I, I think sometimes people think that, you know, that we're like burning incense and <laughs> saying all these long prayers and chants and bring the snakes out. The, yeah, yeah. We do not have snakes here. If you've ever yeah. heard that, that is not true. Painting our faces, running up and down the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty casual introduction. I yeah. mean, nobody's yeah. making you stand up in front of everybody. You know, you yeah. stay, you state your name a, and why you're here and what you're yes, doing. That's right. I mean, it's a, it's a, you walk through the door and people are greeting you. Hey, how you doing? You know, that's normally how it goes. Yeah. Um, it's just, a, it's a safe place. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. come in, come in, check it out. If you're comfortable and you want to share, if you want to share on the first night, Great. all you got to do is say it. But, you know, guys, guys will, you know, the typical stereotypical guy, the biggest issue is pride for me. It was pride for right. me. Right. Just, you know, every guy. Um, you know, I've told you guys this tons of time. This was not in my plan. Like, I wasn't supposed to be living in Ohio right now. I was supposed to be living in the South. Like, this ain't in my plan. Like, and I still ask myself, Lord, this wasn't what I wanted to do. And the Lord said, well, this is kind of where I want you. This is what I want you doing. And that's the thing. I mean, there's been so many people who have come through and said, man, this wasn't in my plan. I mean, I, I, I just think for myself, like <laughs> this wasn't in my plan. I was just, I just went to a, a I just went to a man up event and I was trying to, start a uh, automotive shop like I didn't know that I was you know going to end up and then even that I mean it was just a couple guys I started with said hey you want to get together and start doing a a, a, a men's group met, met every other week I mean n- and no thought that I think that it was going to go this long and that we would get into the things that we've gotten into uh, and then meet the people that I've met. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't know Nick if it wasn't for out of the boat. Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, we, you know, us two, Matt and Matt, we went to school together, but we graduated different years. Mm-hmm. So I knew you guys, but I mean, we it wasn't like we hung out. Sure. Same way with Adam. I mean, I I know I knew Adam, knew of Adam, but we didn't have a relationship that came through out of the boat. I mean, so many people who are in my life right now is because of this ministry and Thursday nights. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how many guys showed up here. Partly me, too. I mean, part of it was Wendy pushing me to be here. Um, showed up because their wives or the girlfriends or somebody said, you need to go check that out. And then 
you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to do this to please the wife and yeah. get her off my back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but you talking about not knowing people. I know Adam and I went to school together. I remember Adam from school. I don't remember ever having a conversation with him, but I've thought many times, like, how did I not know Adam in school? I, I you know, the relationship we have now is great. And I'm, you know, I feel like that was a missed opportunity back in school that could have been a relationship, you know, just as great, if not more at this point, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have him as somebody that's part of my life and, and, and as a friend. But it's crazy that just like Matt said, like this wasn't in his plan, like, but this was always in God's plan. Yeah. This was always God's plan. So even though you two walked the hallways together and graduated together and and got your, your certificates together, I mean, this was still God's plan of saying these two are going to be in a ministry together and these two are going to be connected far down the road from now, but that's part of my plan. I mean, Walt, Mm. (laughs) I used to go watch him when he, you know. I used to get drunk and watch him play rock music. Yeah, that's what I did. I mean, it just, if you would have told me the last time that I was out at the brass ring, and, and it's not even called the brass ring anymore, and I watched them play, that the lead singer of that band and myself would be in a ministry together, I would have told you that you're high. Mm-hmm. There would have been no way. Because one, he and I weren't even friends. I mean, I knew him because he was a lead singer of a band, and I would go, and, and we would, if they, were, if they were playing locally, we'd go watch him. Mm-hmm. You know, me and the Malachi brothers. Mm. I mean, and it was, how much beer could I drink beforehand? How much beer could I drink during? How I mean, that's what it was about. So to think that he and I meet in the same place together at a men's group every Thursday night and that he and I are brothers in Christ together and that you know he and I have a, a relationship that wasn't like you want to talk about not being in the plans like that wasn't even on (laughs) like that's not even within like you have the phone book i mean that wasn't even written on the cover yeah it's just nowhere near it um but that being said like you look back always and go man god's plan was so much better than what i thought i would have been Uh, i mean honestly when you look back and say and look at the people who are in in my life now Man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade any of these guys for any season of my life. The group of people that I had, had did life with, because there are not many people out there right now who can say. I remember talking to my cousin one time, and he's not a believer. I remember telling him, at any point in time, I know I can get on my phone, and I can have twenty guys that will be here to help me in whatever it is that's going on. Whether that's prayer, whether that's, hey, I lost my job, I can't make my mortgage. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's, um, you know, I've lost a family member or whatever that could be. I'm struggling with my marriage. Like, there's not a lot of people who have that. And, and, and those are the, when I think of, you know, when Jesus says, I, I've come to give you life and give it in abundance, mm. that's the abundance. I'm starting to get a grip grip on yeah. to be able to say, the abundance isn't in what's parked in the driveway and the size of my house and stuff like yeah. that. It's the abundance of, I've got 20, 25 guys at a drop of a hat would be there for me. Yeah. And there's not a lot of people that can say that. And and that's what this group has brought in, in it. It breaks my heart that guys allow their pride to get in the way so that they can't come and be a part of this and be and be in this group or, or you know, connected to other men who, you know, are that way and believe yeah. that way. I'd love to I, I would love to I would love to know how many guys have been down here en route down here on a Thursday night. And literally get to the parking lot and turn around and go home. Hmm. I, I, I often sometimes think about that. Yeah. Well, we uh, we're going to wrap up this uh, this episode. We we're really excited uh, of you folks who've uh, tuned in. Well, um, again, we really hope that uh, 
Oh, we got another another episode after the episode. No, we have another interview. We have, oh. we have another guy we're going to bring in. Oh, gotcha. I just got that on my phone, so you thought we were done, but we're not. I did. I okay. thought for a minute maybe you were going to start rapping, like, on no. the next episode or something. No, no. We're no rapping. No, no rapping. <laughs> you know, this, have been one of the only ga- this may have been one of the only gatherings or get-togethers we've had where we've not had anything to eat. Like, we usually have some kind of snack. We ate or, before we well, came, man. Hey, that was two hours well, ago. Let's, why don't you do this? While we move on to, to our next interview, why don't you head on down to Pizza Crossing? I think they're Shameless closed. plug, Pizza Crossing, 385-8558. <laughs> I think the and, governor uh, closed Yeah, them. before Governor DeWine closes down everything. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the governor just declared that you can't breathe in the state of Ohio because you might get the coronavirus. <laughs> So uh, why don't you head on down to Pizza Crossing and pick us up a yeah. two-liter of Coke, a couple of chocolate chip cookies, some garlic cheese breadsticks, and pepperoni and cheese with a side of fruit. What's everybody saying? What are the rest of you guys having? That's for Highness. You can take everybody else's order <laughs> after that. Well, hey, guys, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, as always, uh, with about every guy here, thanks for being transparent um into to who you are uh to what uh, this group has done for you but more importantly um really the group hasn't done it for you uh jesus christ uh through the holy spirit has, yeah, has done amen, in your life amen. and i appreciate you coming on with uh, sean adam and i and, yeah, and sharing your heart mm. yeah, thanks yeah, for having you guys man yep. thanks for having us. love you brothers yep. love all right guys. we'll uh, we'll be right back so that concludes our um our first two interviews of the day um man they were powerful Powerful interviews. Yes. Uh, looking forward to kind of dissecting them a little bit more, but we're going to hold off to do that until after the third uh, interview that we have uh, with two more individuals. So this is going to wrap it up for episode 11. Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Uh, come back for our next one. It will kind of pull all this together as for one podcast. So um, we really appreciate um, you guys having some patience and kind of following on with us. So uh, like I said, listen, listen, uh, Come back, uh, listen to the next podcast, and then we'll just kind of wrap everything up. So we'll talk to you later. Stay tuned. You've been listening to Cast the Net, a production of Out of the Boat Ministries. For more information, follow us on Facebook at Out of the Boat Logan, or visit our website, outoftheboatministries.com.